said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. So if you could tell us how exactly and what deal you did to make your first million dollars. I can tell you niggas how I came up. Similar to climbing out the grave, huh? Can't be acting like a bitch trying to get saved, bruh. Get that dirt up off your shoulder, step your game up. Can't be chasing pussy, switch your ways up. Can't be fucking off your loot, you gotta save up. So you gon' probably fail trying to play us. Streets ain't for everybody, get your grades up. Ain't about your money, you just looking for a stage, huh? And all that stunt put a bullet in your brain, huh? Stupid ass nigga, you can't fade us. Niggas like, who even raised cuz? Where you come from? Where you get your name from? You was in the house, not with the runaway slaves, huh? You were never in the spot when they raid, huh? You ain't really bought it, little nigga, this a phase, huh? I would rather shoot before I run. Pressure on my shoulder when it's done. You should try and do what we done. Make a million dollars while you young. I would rather shoot before I run. Pressure on my shoulder when it's done. You should try and do what we done. Make a million dollars while you young. Tell me why you mad, folks. Tell me why you mad. I know to you it looks easy. Tell me why you mad, folks. Tell me why you mad. This shit ain't easy, believe me. Tell me why you mad, folks. Tell me why you mad. I know to you it looks Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It. Episode 145. Uh, we got the homie Gert in the building. We got the homie Bad Lungs, a.k.a. Woozy Vegas in the building. Uh, of course, shouts to the squad. Shouts to Rico Key. Shouts to the first lady, the squad, C. Um, and of course, before we get started, make sure everybody out there listening subscribes to the pod on Apple, on Spotify, on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. Make sure that y'all check out our YouTube page and hit that like and subscribe button there for all of our visual content and clips that we post, as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Uh, I want to I want to piggyback off of a conversation we were having off air that kind of really took uh, a few turns. So essentially, I, well, Gert, I'll, I'll kind of let you introduce uh, the the conversation or, or or take it further. But basically, we were speaking about children, and as they mature. What is it exactly that they learn? Where do they learn it from? Most people say you're supposed to get your foundation from the home, uh, but we brought up the the case or the scenario. If they don't learn it at the home, if they don't have someone teaching them, you know, the right way, the do's and don'ts, the the hows and what have you, where will they learn it from? I brought up school, uh, and Gert, you know, you you had sort of a different perspective. So just taking that conversation on air um kind of explain a little bit your perspective on on all of that um i'm just i i i believe we we as a people believe people have tools that they don't have and i don't see where these tools come from 
right? I, I was fortunate. Well, you know, most people are fortunate enough to get enough of a foundation in the household. But I am aware that most people do not get those tools in the household. So then I ask myself, where do they get them from? Um, you know, we send our children off to school and hope that somewhere in there they get the tools to, you know, make them a functioning, productive person in society. But um, if the foundation of the United States school system is just to get you to factory work, then, you know, you're you're leaving it up to chance at that point. So I just was wondering where people think everybody is supposed to get these communication skills to become a better person or, you know, be able to communicate with them. So when, when, de when dealing with people, I would say, you know, give them that grace and understanding that they may not be able to communicate effectively and, you know, ask questions to see if what you're taking them to be saying is actually what they are intentionally trying to say. Do you think in that quest of finding understanding, if you presented it that way and asked questions like you suggested to kind of get to that understanding, do you think that, do you think that that, I, I think that that sort of is easier said than done. I think is what I'm saying, because if you're saying and suggesting that most people don't have these tools and they're trying to figure out where to get them or how to get them. Or I don't even maybe, think they're trying to figure it out. Or maybe they're not. So if they don't have the tools and then you you say, OK, you say to yourself, OK, let me then present the information this way. Maybe they'll understand it this way and you're still not getting through. Maybe you change your approach another time and you still don't get through. How then can we effectively communicate with people who may not have these tools? Because I think communication is key. And if we are able to effectively communicate, then we can get to you know a common goal or common ground or whatever. But if you can't effectively communicate and it's not received by the other person, where do you go from there? This is, say, oh, this is, but this is the world that we're living in is based off of the, the world we're living in is based off of most misunderstanding, right? If you see two people have a discrepancy and you take those two and sit them down and put them in front of each other to have a conversation, nine and a half times out of 10, they realize they didn't even have a problem with one another to begin with. Yo, yo, you should. Oh. Nine out of 10 times they realize there was never a problem there. It was an incident that happened that they both had a misunderstanding of and it spiraled out of control, right? So cutting that off at the root. And, you know, I, I don't have the answers, but I have the questions that, you know, someone can probably take further who does have, you know, that that's their field and can get a better understanding of that. Simple communication. Hey, bro. When you did this, it made me feel this way. I think, how, what do you feel about, like you personally, what do you feel about quote unquote self-help book, self books, 
uh, and things of that nature. Like, what, what's your opinion on that? Do you subscribe? Do you not subscribe? Do you think they help? Do you think they don't? Do you think it's a waste of time? Do you like them? What's your perspective on like self self help books? I think and, and that's um, for me. Where most of my um, those are my favorite kind of that's my favorite genre to get into. Um, most of the books I've read have been that. Um, I definitely recommend them because it, it they just basically give you an alternate perspective for you to do what you want with, right? They're not telling you to do such. They're just giving you experiences and how different things got handled for you to take that and do what you want with. Yeah. Do you do audio books or yes. re you read them? Audio and physical. Yeah. Um, and I think when we talk about audio books and just taking advantage of, you know, technology and, and, and the way that things have evolved over the years, sometimes it's easier for people to listen to whatever it is that they're learning. Um, it's no different than podcasting and, but you know, not only that, some people learn better from um, listening, right? Like, so some people retain information better listening to an audio book than they would to reading an audio book. You know, some people vice versa. Some people retain information better reading a, uh, reading a book than, yeah. No, I was going to say, um, shit, everybody ain't going to make it, man. It's the reality. I know you're talking about the tools and the world we living in, but everybody ain't gonna make it. <laughs> now that's a fact, but but yeah. that's the outcome, right? That's the the uh, final outcome. But I'm saying during the process is what we were speaking to. It, it, oh it, yeah, because their wings is clipped. Remember I said they if they wings clipped, they got a higher probability of not navigating. How how you say? Because they wings clip off time. But you could argue, you could argue, a lot of people who made it came from their wings being clipped, right? So if, if we look at that example, um, explain what y'all mean when you say explain what y'all mean when you say your wings being your household your household the household you being no brought parent. up and fucked Be, up. Girl saying like you ain't got mommy or dad. You on some Baltimore living in the track type shit. Well, well, no. Look, if, if, if you're in a single parent household, up, right? If you're in a single parent household, chances are that parent that you have is struggling to put their role into you, right? They go to work and they're trying to keep a roof over your head. So most often than not, you're left to your own devices for the most part. And you have to figure out where to get that from. You know, some kids are being left in the house by themselves, age six, seven, some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I seen people, you know, leave their, six, seven-year-old kid in the house and go out to the club at night. Yo, don't touch the door or the stove. No, I'll be back. Yeah, that's the famous line. Don't answer the door for nobody. Don't touch the stove. Yeah, we know that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that kid is just left there to figure things out for themselves. And if that bad influence becomes the influence, then what do we got? Now, now, you're, now you're dealing with a you know, bad influence being your role model. And now you take that into adulthood and try to communicate. You know, just think about, think, think about really and truthfully, um, street culture, right? Uh, 50, 50 got uh, one of the best shits 
If dead man could talk in the streets, your homie told you who shot him, would you have the heart to shoot the nigga that shot him? Or would you start switching up? You think about the penitentiary, you bitching up. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody be talking about they want to avenge niggas death. Oh, my man got killed. I'm going to kill that nigga. Until you say, well, there you go right there. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, now nah, I'm going to see that nigga when I see him. I ain't going to do it right now. Not right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But some niggas got that switch that they go right there. I'm going to kill him right now. So what you're saying, like, those are two people, right? Those are those the yin and the yang. So which one is, like, more? Because one ain't smarter than the other, right? Well, the nigga that lives to fight another day, I would argue. <laughs> I would argue that. But I mean, I'm yeah, just saying, like, the way life turns out, like that nigga who who don't who don't avenge the death, right? And I'm not I'm not speaking from like avenge it. You know what I mean, start just start out here avenging your shit, but he he can necessarily <laughs> get the <laughs> Avengers. Nigga ain't telling you to be an Avenger. He could he could be the fucking the end of Boys in the Hood. You know when they when motherfucker Doughboy started walking off and he disappeared and like next two weeks he was murdered. Um, he could be that. He could be that nigga. You know yeah, that's and a nigga, and a nigga who who really who ready to bust his gun. Could do 10, standing on his head, come home, reform. So it's a whole cycle of this shit. But that's my point is them is two niggas who ain't get the skills to progress in life. Like, and it's, it, it, we need to start looking at that and try to find a way to have shit that provides these tools and skills to help people, you know, like yeah, um, start why, to make better choices. Everybody uh, yeah. is one choice away from the grave, the penitentiary a billion dollars, like, whatever. You just one choice away. Yeah, that's why you guys just build with the babies, man. Start from the ground up. Do the best you can. Everybody ain't going to make it. Build, though. A lot of things, we don't we don't build with each other, especially youngers, the youngest. They don't build. They just react. They don't, they don't really build right now. And a lot but of people are scared to have awkward conversations. That's the real problem. Niggas are scared to have awkward conversations with their loved ones, with other niggas they don't even know. Like, it's cool if you in line, like, yo, excuse me, can you back up a little bit? I don't, like, you're a little too close to me. I don't know you like that. It's cool to say that to me. I'm like, no doubt. I mean, appreciate you. I mean, like, yeah, niggas will just sit there in their mind and be like, yo, this nigga get one more inch. I'm just going to hook off. And the nigga behind you don't even know he close to you. He just in line waiting on me. Waiting to do what he do. So it's but the that's... awkward. It's, it's, it's the... It's the conversation, man. People just run from it. Instead of having a conversation, let's just, let's motherfucking just blow this motherfucker up. So let me I'm ask you this. No let me ask you this. Is that, what is that? Is that insecurity? No, it's not being just, they're not taught. taught to that You're not being taught to deal with your emotions. You, you have this emotion and you don't know what to do with it. So you, most people, aggression is a, form of dealing with emotions or um, sarcasm, comedy. Everybody deals with it differently. But for the people who choose to deal with an aggression, you know, the outcomes, the outcome is a lot higher than the people who choose to deal with it a different way. You said the outcome is a lot higher? Uh, it, no, it's a greater, the, yeah. a, a greater chance of risk. Word. 
Um, yeah, awkward conversations. So there was another conversation that we were having about people's opinion on whether or who is the most disrespected in America, right? Whether it's the black man, the black woman, white women, women in general, um, gay rights, whatever it is, right? So people always take the position of we're the most marginalized, we're the most disrespected, you know, we're the we're the worst, we got it the worst. My question to everybody here, and shouts to Rico Key on the check-in. Um, my question to everybody here is what group of people and or gender do you feel is the most disrespected and yeah, why? You tap dancing, though. <laughs> uh, I asked a question. Yeah, I get it. You you uh finessed it nicely though. I like how come you on, man. I like come how on, man. Good man, it's showtime, baby. Come on, man. Let's answer the question, man. Let me go. I like that. You're the fine guy, man. I see you. I see you. You was being mad politically correct right there. We was, in, in, in truth, we was having a conversation about Black women saying that they are the most disrespected. And I see that to be otherwise. I feel Black women are the most disrespectful. Um, I get it. But if we talk <laughs> real shit, yeah, I'm gonna head out. Yeah, girl, yeah, girl. I like now, that. I like where we're going now. No, yeah, we we was having a real conversation, right? I, I have these conversations with um few people in your life, people in my life, you good people who really you have a group of women. Yeah, 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 genuine conversations, right? And when we look at you know, it, it, it's all around you to disrespect it. I mean, um, like, let's just take the internet, right? Where you see brawls happening between black women, where you see black women cursing people out. Like it, it, it's to the point now, black women are saying, suck my dick. Yeah, that's New York. <laughs> which is, which is for men, the highest level of disrespect that you could do, right? For a, man, for, for a man to say that to another man means I'm ready to die after I tell you this, right? Like it, oh, it willing we, to, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to take it to wherever it has to go. Right, right. I'm willing, whatever type of consequences you got. So men don't even say that to other men because we know what comes with that, right? To where a woman will tell a man, yo, suck my dick. I'm trying to yep. disrespect you. So how can you have it both ways to say we are the most disrespected, but you're doing things to be the most disrespectful? You can't have it both ways. So are they the I only just, women? Are they are they the only group of women? Key. I'm gonna just. I want everybody to chime in. Um, first of all, I want to know your perspective if you agree or disagree with what he's saying. But are there? Are black women, according to Gert, like the only, um, or are there other women that are also disrespectful or you're just as disrespectful? To, like speaking to the most disrespectful, uh, opposed yeah, to the well, most yeah, disrespectful. Right. <laughs> I, I, I feel, I feel like it's the youngins though that's that's really taking that championship home with it, though. The elderly, they 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 got a little bit more patience with it before they kick up. They get out of place. But the youngins off the river, they're like, "Suck my dick, what's up?" Like, you feel me? And I was like, all right, you saying that to get me mad. But go get your brother, go get your man. But 
end of the day, that shit don't go down regardless. But he kind of, you, you, I thought you meant like, as in race, then you broke it down into gender. So I'm like, all right, which one is the, the question? You, know? you said, which one is the question? Which which one is what most disrespected or what? what yeah, yeah, I thought in the beginning I thought he meant like race, like black, white, you feel me like that. But then you broke it down to like gender. I was like, oh shit. Well, no, that was Gert's perspective. Jers said, "What? What's your perspective?" Gert's perspective is that the black women are considering themselves disrespected the most, but they are the opposite in his eyes. You feel me? So I'm saying, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think the black culture with the most disrespect. Man. I was watching some shit yesterday. They were saying like, that's what that's what's up. That's what they're doing today, right? Because I'm in this motherfucker's place jamming that word, man. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you talking like Jazzy Faye? What you just said, man? <laughs> Yo, get up, nigga. Jazzy Faye tell you get up while he laying down and shit. Come back to me. All right, so Wolves, what is your perspective then? Like, how do you see it? I, I go with the money first. Money is the first. That's just my opinion. I, I go with money first, and then we can start breaking down race, genders, and all that. So I go with the money. The poorest niggas get more disrespected, the worst, in my opinion. Like, so you the poor me- you are, the, the more impoverished environment you lived in, the more disrespected you get, beloved. Or get treated like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. Though. And then after that, we could talk about, you know what I mean? After that, it's really about building in perspective. I mean, Gert, Gert ain't wrong. I mean, Gert ain't wrong with what he's saying. I'm, it's some truth to it. Every day, it's an example of, of his of his perspective being on the forefront. So I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't sit here and say he's he wrong. But to me, money is first. But now, like... I don't mean to cut you, but with that being said, right? And this is this is me copping out a little bit, but I, I when we get into the reasons for why that is, but now and that's like, a whole nother I, conversation. I don't mean to cut you, right? But with that being said, so, right? What we saying and that is the initial this is, problem. This now, is me copping out it, a little bit. Um, but you know, it it may be with I, I Good reason when we get into the reasons the for why that is, then that's a whole nother conversation, the right? Disrespectful. So, right? Like, what we saying now, that now is the initial problem. Reasons now, the reasons for it, reason. it could be um, because they feel they've never, you know, been it, it may be men. with. I could see that, like, they good reason. They could they are the most disrespectful. Do this, but you can't say that they're not the most disrespectful. Whatever, right? Like now we can address the reasons why and try to correct the reasons. All of the reasons why because they feel they've never been protected by black men. I could see that. Like they could see what they could see. Well, they feel they have to do this because of the years. So let me ask you this: whatever disrespect or yada yada yada, fighting back. All of the reasons why, if they counter. It listen, could be one hundred percent valid, right? I, all, could, I can't counter, speak to what makes them do that, but we can't say that that's not what's going on. In the way and gave examples that their perspective potentially can be right, or do you think that it's strictly an emotional response, like they because be, they don't because they may be women, so they don't want to? Right? You mean if they counter what? If they they would have to tell me who is more so, disrespectful than them? So if they say if they say black men, right? If they say black <laughs> if they say black men, 
and you know, and niggas is being disrespectful and wilding and and just acting you mean, crazy. You mean if they count what? If they, cops, they would have like, to tell me who is shit, more right? disrespectful no, than no, me. no, no, no. They're saying the black woman out of all women is the most disrespected. They're not comparing right. themselves to men. To saying, me. I got you. When got you, you look at women, the black woman gets disrespected the most. I completely disagree with that. So now, what, what, word, what, no, 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 no. They're what, saying what the black woman out of all most, women though. is the most disrespected. They're not comparing themselves to men. Saying, yes. When you look at women, the black well, woman that, gets disrespected the most. If you're saying I completely it's not disagree women, with that. Now there's other the black, words. You're saying uh, based on conversations that you've had with some women, they've said black women disre- are the most disrespected. disrespected. You're saying no, you're not. So if they're yeah. not, then who is? Or well, who's the runner up? I couldn't. I, I, I gotta, can't say. I can't how, say cause, because cause how? Because how are you then so definitive in you saying no, you're not? You're giving a lot of I'm, examples of black women, I'm, but you're not giving examples of so any other women. What I'm saying, I, I'm around black women. I'm around yeah, black women. So I, I can't say. I can't say because I'm around black women, right? And me and a black because woman I'm walking because I'm room. And so other women. What in I'm that saying, room, I, I'm around black women. I'm around black like, women. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Words, I'm like, trying to tell I, you. Wait, I say you know. No, I'm saying we say like I'm around black women. Passive aggressive, right? Right. So and me and a black woman walk into a room, um, and there's you know, other um, women in that room. You they can are throw not sarcastic out there. There's other right? words now. We can use other words. Like I would say, you know, I just. We say like white women black are women passive aggressive by right? so at all. Their shit comes in a passive aggressive. I would say feared by other women. Uh, so you know, because once they start talking, you out could throw sarcastic out there. There's other words shit, you can everybody use. Stand but when down. it comes to disrespect, even black men I, stand I just, down. When black I don't see black women being disrespected by other women at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, where, where they I, say, I would say feared I, by other women more so because once they start talking out their neck when, and know, fucking doing all of that, that shit, everybody stand down. Shit, even black men stand down when say, black women I, I get to get in that bag of them. Ten Asian women. You know what I'm saying? So where where they say thirty, they would have to tell me where the disrespect coming from. Now I don't frequent, you know, you know, tell you that many other and other bags to be able. I know in this bag it ain't say yo. I've been with maybe another word. Ten Asian women and this happened. I've been with thirty. So white good. women and I seen this happen. My pool is not big enough to, you know, tell you what goes on that, that, in other bags. Possible. But I know in this bag, but it ain't I don't believe it to be true. So it, it may be another word you're thinking we, about, about what, disrespecting. The world? So we're, we're talking about America, yeah, right? Women, and man. for sure, women and then black women. That's possible. But I'm going with the money first. That's money possible. Where you at, money wise? But I don't believe. I don't even believe that. I don't believe that because if you put a poor black woman in the room with rich women, they still ain't so going to we're talking about America but you because keep talking they know, about putting people right? in No, I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about nigga being broke kids. But you speak. No, we're speaking to women, right? We're speaking to no, women. No, you speaking. I don't even believe that. I don't believe that because if you put a poor black woman in the room, so you see yeah, rich women, they still ain't going to disrespect her because they know that I got you. Nah, ain't no cop. No, no, you, 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 you cop out. I'm saying niggas. But you speak. No, we're speaking to women, right? We're speaking to women. I don't even think that though. 
when, when you say disrespected, right? All right, all right. Uh-huh. People so you saying disrespect comes the threat of violence. You try to cop and out. I got you. in a hurry to put themselves in harm's way. So when we get to disrespect and we start talking about disrespect, I don't even think that though. It, when, when you say disrespect, right? And then return people know with disrespect right? comes the threat what of violence. Define is disrespect. And everybody ain't in a hurry right, right, right. to put themselves right, in harm's right, way. Right. So, so when, when we get to di- disrespect, black women, and we start talking about disrespect, it's who's more likely to take that disrespect and then return and violence. Paul would be even more of a reason. Like nobody want no smoke with no poor nigga. Right, right, right. Niggas, what? Well, my yeah, bad, right, bro. Right. So, you know, when you say the, 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 uh, black, black women, there's a threat of violence coming behind the shit you're doing with black men. There's a threat of violence. So, when you say poor, poor would be even more of a reason. Like, nobody wants to smoke with a poor nigga. Niggas, what? My bad, bro. You know, the black. What you mean? Nope. You talking about the sneakers? Yeah, ooh, nobody wants smoke with a right. nigga I'm with saying, some beat up black. If a nigga get ready to argue with a nigga, and he look no, down and he got on no, some but stuff. But no, hold on, hold on, let's stop. Wolves is saying poor money. people, money. Yeah, what you mean? If you're poor, if you're homeless, let's go with homeless, right? People call right. Them I'm saying if a I, nigga I like get to ready to argue with a nigga, nah. call, no nigga, and they he look down and he got on some scuff. Nah, but I don't. But I don't. People call it. Right? Right? I don't call them money. I don't call them bums. Yes. That's what I'm just. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> one bar. Hey, you like might not call them it, but nigga, that's what they is. Bum. They've been bum my whole life. People nah. call, no, nigga, they bums. Nigga, they bums. Yeah, nigga said. Nah, see, <laughs> you call it. I win. Yeah, girl, I don't uh, think you really You might not call them like, but nigga, that's what they is. Like, no, they've been bums my whole life. You talking. You ever heard of bums say, nigga, don't call me a bum? I'm with you. I'm with you. Girl, I'm totally with you. I just, my perspective is poor people first, then women, and then black women. I'm that's, asking. That's the, Enlighten me. Nigga said poor people, black people, and then black women. No, I said, see, there you go. I'm asking. Nah, what I said that? poor people, women, and then black women. Well, we, well, well, black women first. Yeah, pardon me. Black women. Nigga first. said more people, 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 and then after people, that, then after black that, women? women of all all colors and creeds. After that. All right. So who I'm you asking. put at the top of the Would disrespectful? You as disrespectful? Yes. Shit, I would argue white women. They just stay up there, goddamn. They like most the most that disrespected. Shit like, that shit like Hearns and um, <laughs> that shit like Hearns and Hagler. Goddamn. All right, so who you put <laughs> at the top of the disrespectful? Women. <coughs> they didn't nickname white women Karens. Yes. Because of disrespect. I, I well, think a... I don't know if it's disrespect, the Karen mm. thing. I mean, again, it's all perspective, but. I think when we refer to like a Karen or something like that, I think we're going to that passive aggressiveness that we're talking about. That that I, I that think thing in it. them that says, I believe it should be mm. this way, but I'm gonna refrain from confrontation and I'm gonna be sneaky and still, you know, call the cops or still, you know, whatever. I think that's not. Some people could feel disrespected, but I don't know if I'm calling that disrespect. And that's my point is the well, word well, disrespect. If, 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 a Karen, if a Karen run up on you, right, and ask you hella questions because y'all in the same neighborhood, y'all pay the same taxes, your house probably got appraised higher than hers. 
Mm-hmm. And she just steady asking you and like, yo, what are you doing here? And that's yeah. my point is bro, the word know, disrespect. Bro. I'm getting interrogated okay. by a neighbor that's like, yeah, but you're like, answering you here. You answering Why, who question. gave you the green light to get here? That's exactly. disrespectful. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's correct. That's correct. That is disrespectful. I, I don't agree with that. So it's not disrespectful for people to question you for no reason. No, you yeah, can't ask me. You answering. You why you are you asking the question? Why, why, but no, but what gives you the authority yeah, you to question me? Walking, like walking up my driveway, I'm trying to get in the crib. I, yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Like, oh, you're breaking in. Like, bitch, I live here. No, you can ask me whatever you want to ask. That's this, how I respond. That's disrespectful. You don't think that that's disrespectful? No, Motherfucker coming on your I, property? I, 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 I got I a situation not. like that. Um, I was doing a store, and um, it was in Upper Manhattan. Doing a store, we got the business outside the, the truck park. So this lady came up to me like, "Yo, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Man, I'm working." She pulled out her camera, but I'm a low recorder. I, I like, I see that. So I, I see do not. Play. I'm like, "Oh, you wilding?" I see what you're doing. So she like, "Yeah, it's been a lot of um, since the cold day. A lot of people, a lot of places been closed, and a lot of people been breaking in and taking stuff." So I'm like, All right, "I'm black with dread." So I put the profile and it's a truck. She's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "I work for Ryder. If you see it on my shirt, it's on a truck." Like, oh, I'm not just making sure. And then I turn, I turn my back, I turn back around. She's snapping a picture of me still. I'm like, yo, this is yo. I was like, yo, I'm done. Yo, I just packed some shit up and said we out. Like, that was full blown racist, bro. Disrespectful, though. Like, I mean, it's in the same realm, but that's slightly different. I'm talking about motherfucker running up on my property. I'm in the hammock, and you talking about, hey, what are you doing sitting here? You trespassing? Like, bitch, I live here. Fuck out of here. And just because get you off my property, seat. dog, and you steady, like you did the most, and you on my shit, really. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if she in public, I mean, like, if you at the motherfucking A&P or, I mean, ShopRite, Pathmark, she only, I mean, technically, yeah, that's harassment, but that ain't, like, you take that however you want to take it. I feel more disrespected motherfucking coming on my land talking about this ain't mine. You feel what I'm saying? How did you get here? Ooh, like, 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 like I was supposed to ask your permission to get here, bitch, my money green just like yours. I paid to get here. Right. No matter how way, I got here, I'm the here. Same way, the same way you got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that I take that a little bit further as far as disrespecting like a chick on some like just on her motherfucker. Because at the end of the day, she could be on her motherfucking citizen night watcher, whatever that shit, the one eye on crime, whatever them shit's called in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Neighborhood watch, that type shit. So it's a difference when you on my land, though. And I'm steady explaining, like, you know, I live here, dogs. Well, <clears throat> Let me uh let me shift gears and talk about uh some women that I do respect and a woman in particular that deserves all of the respect in the world. <laughs> uh Sydney McLaughlin. Sydney McLaughlin, for those who don't know, is you said Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> the lady that sing on the dog commercials. No, bro. You said McCurkin? Just just, just 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 listen, please. <laughs> McGlicken. <laughs> Sydney McLaughlin. She is. is she alert related to Sarah? Nah, I said Sarah nah, McLaughlin. Nah, she got the lady the that sang on the dog blick. commercial. Got the blick. Blick. These niggas is crazy. <laughs> oh, it's my go. <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out what we doing. <laughs> anyway, um, Sydney McLaughlin is a. Track and field athlete, uh, she runs the 400 meter hurdles, and 
she is literally the greatest to ever do it. Um, she broke the world record in the 400 meter hurdles about a year ago in the Olympics. And since she's broken the record, she's broken that record another three times in the last 12 months and broke it again this past weekend at the track and field world championships in Oregon. The shit was the fastest shit I've ever seen ever. Like, I mean, like, I just think that she needs all of the credit in the world. She's still relatively young um, and she just getting faster and faster. Um, she ran around the track with hurdles in 50.6 seconds. Like that's just, <laughs> that's not, that's not normal. That's next level shit. Um, but just speaking about the track and field world championships in particular, it's been real record breaking. Like everybody's breaking world records in all different types of events. Um, I don't know if COVID got these athletes <laughs> OD pumped up to like <laughs> to get to it, but like everybody from uh, another uh, athlete, Noah Lyles in the 200, Michael Johnson's world record. Like all of these sprinters are going crazy. And a lot of the women, Sydney McLaughlin in particular, um, you know, are going just as crazy. Um, a thing new, a, a 800 runner. She's she has the world record. Um, she's just continuing to just win. She's like 18, 19 years old. Like it's just a lot of talent and it's probably the most talent that I've ever seen in any championship at one time. Like it's been amazing to watch. Um, I am a former track and field athlete, so I'm a little more invested than maybe others. But even in speaking to people who were saying that they don't typically watch, they've been watching and everybody's been like blown away. So um, shout out to all of the athletes that competed um, for the U.S. because, like I said, we got a whole bunch of gold medals and a whole bunch of world records. So um, I think that needs to be saluted. So shout out to all of them. I know who uh, ain't winning. <laughs> Another black woman? <laughs> My man. <laughs> Why? Because she was being disrespectful? <laughs> All I can say is get, get that money, Shakira. Because these motherfuckers out here breaking their own shit. You hear me? <laughs> Zaza's the way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you said they're breaking their own shit. <laughs> Girl said she broke her record, her own record twice. Yeah, she broke the world record. She broke it last year. She'll get a drug test next. They probably will, but she broke it last year, and then yeah, since then she's broke it three more times. Like that's crazy. Like that's crazy. Like she beat. So she. So she won by two seconds. Like second place was two seconds behind her, which is the most. That's another stat. Like the most. Um, that anybody's ever won by, like, nobody wins by that margin in the final. Like, two seconds is an eternity when we talk about track. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. So it's it's just crazy, bro. It's really crazy. It's crazy to watch. Every time she's on, no, I'm 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 in front of the TV. Like, it's it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, um, yeah, it's just amazing to watch, man. So shout out to her. Um, but uh, damn, I was about to say something. Oh, so they had the comedy show at the Garden. It was actually Chris Rock and Kevin Hart's show. Uh, they did like a, maybe like a 
two or three dates or something like that in the in the um in the metro area. And they did the garden the other night. Um, we saw a couple clips. I just think it's dope when you just see, you know, all of the greats on stage at one time. Uh, I've been watching Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart show. Uh, the latest episode, I think, was with Mark Wahlberg. That was amazing. Um, I'm a huge Mark Wahlberg fan. Like, just watching and hearing, you know, actors and entertainers and celebrities talk about some of the behind-the-scenes moments of what made them, you know, who they are today and how they were thinking and some of their goals and to see them accomplish them. Like, it was, it, it's crazy. Mark Wahlberg is is that nigga, like, for sure. Um, so, yeah, y'all should oh, definitely. Oh, man, Mark. Yo, fuck I do, but then I don't, because there's a lot of racist shit with them. That Boston shit, there's a lot of shit that come with Mark that they be brushing under the rug. And hey, yo, niggas can be racist if they want to be racist, though. It don't not make them a good actor, though. No, nah, that's why I say I do, but it's like fucking R. Kelly. Like, his music dope, but I can't fuck with him. All right, well, that's the that's the big joker. <laughs> I mean, that's the only card I got, goddamn. <laughs> you gotta, clean, gotta clean play your spades. Yeah, but hey, you know what? That, know. That's that's funny, right? Speaking of spades, let me ask you this: Do any of y'all know where, like, a spade, like, call a spade a spade? Like, what is that exactly supposed to mean? Like, I, I get what it's supposed to mean, but then, like, the origin, though, like, I don't. Why wouldn't you call a spade a spade? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't understand why that's even a <laughs> a saying. Do y'all? It depends on the game, because I know you could you basically you could play spades with any book. Like I mean with any um, you know what I'm saying? If clubs, it's whatever's trump. Spades is only spades because spades is trump. Trump the the highest like on the on the on in that game. But it's other games where other uh other suits. There you go. That's the word. God damn. The other suits are or can be, you know what I mean, higher than than you know what I mean. Like the clubs could be that deal for this game. And now we're dealing with the clubs as so-called a spade a spade. But I guess it's just some cool shit to say. It's like motherfucking when niggas say what can't you so you taking the egg before the chicken or whatever that shit they be saying. Like you know saying? <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand that one. Put, Who the fuck the, made that one? Putting the cart before the horse. Throwing the baby out with the bath water, you know, it's shit that I still don't know. You know what I'm saying, I write your nose, spite your face. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> like we understand, but I don't know the origin, so I yeah. just don't say it. I mean, I I rarely used those terminologies. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was kind of getting to because it's like I'm one of those people. I'll be wanting to know, like, where did this come from, and why are we doing this? You know, what I'm saying, why are we saying this, like? So it it's it is interesting when you actually stop and think about like wait where the fuck did this come from like I might be <laughs> I might be damning my my ancestors or something like you know what I'm saying like ain't no telling what the who the first people who said this what they actually meant and and who it was meant for you know what I'm saying um, just so. like the jack of all trades master of none and then people stop there and not knowing that the second half. But change that whole first half for you. Exactly. You know what I'm so, oh, uh, what is it? Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none is still better than a master of one. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the, that's the that's the whole thing. 
So, so people just stop when it's no. I think I think no. I, I I thought it was better to have many than to have none. That's what I'm saying. It's a remix, but at the end of the day, the whole, <laughs> the, 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 what we get into is like jack of all trades, master of none. You know what I'm saying? Now people stop there and just saying, "Yo, just focus." They they use that to be like, "Yo, just focus on one thing, master that." Boop, pop, pop. But the whole term is like jack of all trades, master of none. Is it's still better, to, better it's than better. a master of one. I thought it was. I thought it was better to have many than to have none. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm look. I'm gonna I'm look it up. But either yeah. way, we saying the same shit though. You know what I'm saying, yeah, saying the same thing. They basically saying like jack of all trades is better than the person who masters one thing. And then the other people stop halfway to show to 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 show and prove that if you master one thing, it's better to, to do that than to. But I don't want you know what I mean, I don't wanna get you off course. I'm just saying a, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Right. Yeah. There you go. Where yeah, But so, how many times we stopped halfway? Then yeah. you stop halfway and be like, you see? And then they break that down. They don't go all the way with it. Mm-hmm. With a fitted. <laughs> Where uh let me see what else. Uh, so I'll be watching uh, the uh, what's my name? I was about to say DeAndre <laughs> Draymond Green. Uh, I watch his his podcast. Um, or oh, I've I've kind of checked out a couple clips recently, and I know one of the last clips that he he did was just speaking about LeBron again at the Drew League and how big of a deal that was. We spoke about it a little bit last week. How big of a deal it was. And what it means to the culture to understand, like, you have someone who is this accomplished in his career and he's still coming here, giving the people of that community the opportunity to see him and touch him and be a part of that energy. And um, he was saying he was trying to make the point to the analysts. And I think he would sneak this as uh, Skip Bayless, honestly. Uh, but he was just like, yo, they always try to find a way talking about the game or stat line he's like yo look at what he did you know what i'm saying like look at the fact that he didn't have to do it he still risked his his body and risked injury and all of those different things and came out here and played just to uh you know kind of shine light on it one and two to um you know give like a little bit of uh uh inspiration you know what i'm saying to to the kids to the other athletes who might still be aspiring to be in the league because you know, they obviously not in the NBA. So, um, you know, I, I, I fuck with Draymond Green as a media personality. Uh, I think that he actually is good at it. You know, I know everybody has a podcast these days, but I think he is actually good at it. Uh, also, I know, um, what is it? Matt Hoffa just had Deezus and Mero. Well, Deezus from Deezus and Mero on his podcast. Mero. These is these is the other part. Pardon me, yeah, Mero, uh, Mero, and I think. Well, first of all, they just like I guess they their contract ended. See, the headline said like they broke up, so it almost insinuated like they're not fucking with each other no more. I don't know that to be true. Do you? I didn't get that. I get it business, and they probably just tired of doing the whole chucking and jiving the bodega boys. They want to do something else. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I get from it. Now, it could be a little bit of like, you know, like something that we don't, we're not privy to, but I don't think it's like heavy, like, you know what I mean? A heavy, heavy disagreement or like a something that you could hang your hat on to say like, nah, it's over. This is why it's over. Because I, I, I think it's just, you know, people growing. They want, bro, they've been doing that job for a minute. And they went to damn near three, to Complex Vice, Showtime. They they did a yeah, lot, bro. Yeah, yeah. And like, no, what are you yeah. gonna, like, are you going to get 50, 60 year old talking about Jesus and Meryl's show? Like, I get right, it. Right, right. They're trying no, to get to, big, yeah, they trying to get to other levels. So I understand I, that part. I get it too. And, you know, shout out to them. Um, I think that, it is a good thing or can be a good thing, especially if they take it to the next level. Um, so, you know, shout out to them. Now, what I will say is I haven't seen it, but I haven't heard good reviews on Peel's new movie. Nope. And I feel like he's been duping the culture since Get Out. I think, you know, he's struck uh-huh. out. I like to get out, though. It's, it's, no, I, no, I know. I like Get Out. I'm saying since then. We he had he earned some some cachet with the coach like oh that shit was so dope like all right and then he came out with I think it was us how did you feel about us I still ain't see that one girl did you see like that the, movie us the parallel the parallel movie right like a parallel the family and parallel yeah. type shit uh huh key did you see us and key still man he bought tickets to nope. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> Nah, I, I ain't see that, but I definitely seen a note. That shit yeah. was a big no. <laughs> so he basically was telling you and you went out and spent your money anyway. <laughs> hey, I needed an outing. You hear me? <laughs> so, like, how bad was it? One to ten? Well, my seat is bad, but... Mm. One out of ten... Somebody said, I saw somebody tweet and say it was a, so I, I said, I, I saw somebody tweet and say it was a six. My cousin said, that's too high. What do you say? I say a 4.5. Okay. Damn. Yeah. See, I'm getting mixed reviews but, about but it, it, Either it, they it, like it or they hate it. It's not no in-between. Nah, I, I, it's all, right, all well. bad. Because the six, if somebody says it's six, they're being generous. They're being generous. Yo, shit was crazy, bro. Like, that shit was like, Yo, was niggas on a budget at the last minute? Like, that shit got crazy at the end. The, the, the UFO turned into like a, a paper mache. <laughs> you know what you mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, I don't want to spoil it, but yo, that shit is like, I was like, yo, you got to be on some trippy shit to watch this shit and understand it. It was like, oh, it's a meaning for, for why it, it was shot like this. Basically, the movie was based on white Hollywood taking the black the black um the black out of out of Hollywood. So it was basically some racial movie. But I'm like, why would you trick me and make it about you and fools? <laughs> well it could be, I mean, I haven't seen it. It could be, you know, some deeper meaning like they saying and maybe it's a a, a super deep double entendre or parallel in society. I mean if they're talking about Hollywood uh, and if we just using Get Out yeah, as a skeleton, cool. if we using well, Get Out, a, he, look, he if, need a, a free movie, bro, for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I mean, from my, I haven't seen the movie, but just seeing how he his style of movies and mm-hmm. how he roll them out, he's really trying to like build a cult 
following, and it's always like hidden meanings, agendas, and double, like you said, double entendre. So it's one of those things you might not get it at first, at first watch. You know what I'm saying? Now, I haven't seen the movie. I don't. I mean, everybody's got their opinions or whatever. But I always, I kind of like always don't listen to people's opinions when it comes to movies because shit, I be thinking dope. Niggas will argue down that that shit was trash. Right. That shit that I think is trash, niggas will argue down. That opinions of people that I respect, niggas argue down and say, nah, you bugging. So I never take nobody's opinion off top, off movies. I go and watch it myself and give my own analysis, assessment for it. So No, no, no cap. I was like, this is a type of movie that's going to be instantly on, on fire stick. It ain't going to wait a couple of days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit going straight to Tubi. <laughs> straight, straight, like yo, this shit is on 4K. Like, yo, but Tubi, yo, Tubi, hold it down. I love Tubi. It's my one of my favorite apps. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, let me see what else. I don't know, man. I don't know if they ever gonna get this uh, this this KD deal done. Yeah, the um, XFL is coming back. Yeah, we don't care. I don't know if they're ever gonna get this KD deal done. <laughs> like that, that they are. The, the deal can't go through yet because it's too big. There's more shit that can be added. That's gonna be the last deal that's made. That's gonna come at the tail end of this uh free agent. What is it? Free agent off, signing? Off season. Yeah, well, no, there's different things throughout the off season though. So there's a timeline for everything. This is the timeline for deals and trade, but they got a they got a date where it ends. And then free agent signing comes after that. And then trades or whatever. This is the trade part, but it's a each step of the way is outlined. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're talking Boston now. Um, is in is in talks. You know, I, I just feel that's like, why, but that's why it hasn't got done yet because no, everybody got to get their shit in. off. Yeah, every every got everybody got to get their shit off, and everybody has to make their offers. And it is smart to hear what the best offer is. If you're Brooklyn, like you want to get the best possible offer, so this is so big of a trade that you can't just take. I'm gonna give you this and these picks and da-da-da, and you say I right, deal. Like, nah, like you gotta hear everybody out. Um, but I think it's annoying. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Like, I don't even want to hear the updates. I just want to hear when the shit go through. But you know, niggas don't be having nothing to talk about, so they try to make a story out of everything and drag it out. I don't even watch like the sports uh shits like that no more, like. Cause it's just too much. <laughs> it's too much, and there's other shit going on. Like I can't, I can't do it. Let me know when it go through, and then we'll go crazy. Then, uh, did you see that clip of Mike Tyson talking to Keenan Thompson on his podcast? That nigga last name is Thompson. The whole time I thought that nigga name was Kev. <laughs> uh, did you see it though? Yeah. So, Wolves, did you did you see that clip with Mike on his podcast with uh Keenan Thompson? It basically was him saying that he refers to himself as a nigga, and if he don't, if he 
if he's not referred to as a nigga, he don't feel like, um, how did he put it? He didn't say he didn't feel like he was validated, but basically he was saying, oh, he said, if, if you, if you don't call me a nigga, I ain't nothing or something like that. <clears throat> and Keenan Thompson was on the other side of it. Like, well, I, I disagree. He was like, well, you can't disagree. He was like, um, I believe it. So I believe it. So it's right. He was like, yeah, but that's, that's, that's not right. He said, you can't tell me what to think, nigga. <laughs> you can't tell me what to think. If I believe it and that's my truth, then that's what it is. So how are you going to stop people from saying the word nigga? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a battle worth fighting, man, because that word has got the worst connotation. It's, it does. And it's holding back a certain respectful outlook I don't feel, on this I culture. I don't feel held back. I feel ascended. It's not holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, though. But he's dead serious. Yeah. I know. It's definitely I feel special being a nigga. Like... I won't call him an Afro. I'm not an Afro-American. I'm a nigga. You can't just expect All people right, to, like, out, take it the right way. No, you know what I'm saying? Out. You got to educate. Me. Me. Right. Mike. If I'm not a nigga, I'm nothing. Not true. No, no. It's true. If I believe it's true. Yeah, but you should no, no, believe no, no. that. No, no, no. You can't control the way I fucking think, nigga. I'm not trying to. Then don't talk about it. That's what it is. Nah, if I don't, bro. if I'm not a nigga, I'm nothing. So don't tell me I'm not. Why would you Are think you that? Are you a sign? Because it is. It's that way. It's that way. It is. I don't know why, but it's that way. There's nothing you could do. You, your education. That's the way I'm programmed. I feel like it's like a, it's a world. It's, a, it's like worldly used. Like this shit is like the norm. It's like, I don't think... Yeah, you, I mean, it's also it's annoying like to have race. a bunch of fucking armies in every single yeah. country, and then all of a sudden, one of them invades the country. Rico music. Rico you know music. what I'm saying? Like, we're supposed to just accept the norm just because that's what's happening at the current time. Yeah. Like, it, I don't even think it's the norm anymore. It nah, just became, nigga, it became something else. Man, I just don't it's not norm. It's, it became... I, just, I just don't believe that we need the educators, but we got to get rid of that word. No. That word inspires us. If it doesn't... Look how weak we are now. I'm not talking about us. We don't need the inspiration for us. Uh, it inspires me. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the connotation that happens when you are at the mercy of a motherfucker that is looking at you as a nigga. That's, that's, that's a that's problem. A, that's, that's, that's a different music, side. Music, yeah, music, yeah looking music. at, like, police yeah, officers. That's they, a problem. Anybody police officers don't, don't think about When I talk to you, when I talk to you, I talk to all these people there. They're white, I don't care. They all look at me as a nigga. Else they don't, I expect them to. That's where we agree to disagree. Because I, I look at you too. as a king, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I look at you as one of the greatest people that ever walked this planet. The things you have done in your lifetime is so far away from the original connotation of that word. It's crazy. You don't know my shadow. I don't. I know what you've done in my life. Shadow, my shadow um, it, it counterproducts everything you say about me, brother. I mean, my I know what you've done you in the light, my brother. Me. You can't oh, okay. have a shadow without the light. So I like that. I like that. Because I think too often, again, people force and project their views and thoughts onto other people and then say that they are wrong because they don't see eye to eye or agree. And, you know, Mike did it in an aggressive way to some people or, you know, he was, you know, he was adamant about what he was saying. But I actually agree with the perspective of, hey, I mean, if you. If you do believe something, how would somebody else tell you not to believe that? Like, do you think you should be talk? Do you think you can be talked out of your belief? Girl, I'm gonna start with you. Old Mike Tyson might be coming back, dog. 
I think that plane incident got him back in the uh the old swing of things. <laughs> and niggas better be easy talking to Mike, cause old Mike might be back. He said acting like Mike when he was 20 something. <laughs> yeah, niggas better tread lightly, cause it's there. That shit ain't all the way out of them. <laughs> ain't enough weed and shrooms in the yeah, world can uh, stop stop that. But uh, you know, um, I think yeah. They both right. Like Mike could consider himself what he want to be, and Keenan and Kel could see him as what he want to see him as. <laughs> That's two different people, bro. Whatever happens, <laughs> nah, he, Keenan and Kel, but the other nigga disappeared, so he can have his name. This nigga still. What happened to the other nigga? I don't know, man. I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> they got to do a uh, behind the music on him or something. <laughs> Nigga, he left that nigga. There's no he he, he that, nigga Saturday, that nigga he his Saturday. That nigga his Saturday night. He deuces and marrowed the other nigga. <laughs> you know they broke up. This thing is stupid. Yo, what was what so what do you think um about Mike? First of all, that's mad funny. Like nigga said the old Mike is back. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad funny though. Um, I think that's a perfect. That's the perfect dialogue, and Keenan wasn't scared to have that conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And that's he definitely was scared to have that conversation with him. He was definitely scared to have that conversation. I mean, but still, in all, he 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 got through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether he tough through it. But... Not, he got through it, right? Yeah, we were. I ain't like... gonna sit here and say he wasn't scared, but he was. He was. <laughs> Thorough on his stance. He was thorough enough on his stance. Whatever's gonna come with it, gonna come with it. But a nigga threw them shades on and said what he said. You know what I'm saying? Like, that so nigga. that was that's beautiful. That was beautiful to me. Yeah. Mike is the closest thing to a pit bull off the leash. You gotta know where that nigga's at at all times. That's a fact. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. No smoke. <laughs> is he um, like the only nigga in the world that's like that? He the only one I think about. Yeah, like, right. Like Even that. MMA niggas, you think like because of the training, they got a little bit more uh whatever that shit is called, discipline. But with Mike, it always feel like it could happen at any moment with any nigga he talking to. Yeah, he on his Brooklyn shit for he's real. Cool, yeah, he's fully invested in a warrior mode. But yeah. is there anybody else? Is there anybody else that we I'm look at like sure. that? It just probably ain't as famous as Mike. Nah, they nah they ain't so no, that's what I'm saying. On a high level, like uh uh. Uh, Cause you think about MMA niggas, they probably could fuck you up more than Mike Tyson could fuck you up. Mm. But you don't even look at them like that. It's I mean, like, you look. I you. I mean, you respect it. Like you know, what I'm saying you ain't. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ain't. You ain't out here just <laughs> just going crazy like oh no MMA nigga. You're not doing. No, that. no, you no. What, what I'm saying right. is with Mike, you cautious. Yo, I'm at home miles away from that, and I felt like a little nervous watching that for uh him. Ain't Man, nobody I- else in the world like that. I thought he was gonna spill him, yo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like at yeah, any like, moment, you yeah. think Mike Tyson could be Mike Tyson? Yeah, that's. But I, I respect it though, because he definitely went against his um, like what he was saying. Like he was definitely questioning his answer to this shit. Like I was mm-hmm. like, yo, son, son, jumping over a crazy line with this nigga. <laughs> yeah. But that that was good, good dialogue and and a good exchange and how he did stand his ground, regardless of what he felt on the inside. The fact that he, you know, held his position and 
you know, I don't, I, I definitely have to see the episode now. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying I want to see where that went. But um, yeah, the fact that, you know, he was able to hold this position and maybe they just agreed to disagree. I do think that that's healthy dialogue and a healthy exchange. And that's part of those awkward conversations that we've been talking Question. about. How much of these interviews you think he got left in before he wild out? Well, people don't be coming up there wilding, like, so that's not a thing. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see him wilding. For I'm no saying, reason. I mean, like, Mike been getting shot around doing different interviews, you feel me? Nah, I mean, what you mean? How much interviews he been reaching? That's his podcast. That's his platform. I do think some of that should be for ratings, though. I, I, he had the whack 100 shit. He had the game shit. I think a lot of that be for was whack. Whack was on there. Yeah, it was okay. They tried to act like they was gonna fight. They promoted the whack. Oh, that was that the two but, of them was gonna fight. But we saw that the whole episode came out. That was like a minute ago, right? Yeah, the whole episode yeah. came out. It wasn't nothing that looked like that. Yeah. You remember when Drink Champs did that with um with um Kadafi and Nori? They had a little promo reel where they looked like Nori and Gaddafi was gonna fight. Uh, maybe vaguely, vaguely. That's the same. Nah, I, I heard it and I was like, "Yo, it's not like niggas about to get it there, yo." Nah, the way they chopped up the editing made it look like they was, but they wasn't about to get a shake. I though. think, I think when uh, MC Sham was up there, Nori was yeah, really he, tight. Yeah, took it there, yeah. yeah, he was. He was really tight. He was really tight. So. That was I don't, I don't but I don't think that was planned. I think that was like real shit. Um, nah, in the in the Wale one, I think he he was telling he was getting on Nori's shit, yo. I'm talking about the promo of it, like leading up to the episode. They made it look like they was gonna get shaken, and it wasn't that. Yeah, I ain't so see you, it. Yeah, you could edit it up, but I think Mike the only nigga that know who's who's his a likes. We wouldn't know because we only know about Mike, and we think Mike. I mean, but it's other than this, some niggas out there now. Mm-hmm. Until they meet Mike, like Mitch Green thought he was one of them. So you <laughs> got caught said, coming out of Dapper Dan. Got <laughs> that <ass> sold up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, they said they said Mike. Mike is a wolf. That's why niggas can't like fuck with him. I'm like, you said he what? They said they he woke. I'm like, ah. Well, the thing about Mike, you know. I mean, obviously, we we ain't got to talk about what he doing in the boxing ring. We already know that. But um, and then you know we know like um, like his voice and and all of that. So people you know made jokes or whatever, whatever. But like Mike is very intelligent. It's just that, <clears throat> like like even when I when I watch him on like Joe Rogan's podcast or a podcast like that, where you have someone who can really drive a conversation to places where it's thought provoking and you get a different perspective. And Mike's perspective on his own is just very thorough. And, you know, like you said, on that warrior mentality, as far as fighting is concerned, he know all of the history going back to ancient times. Right. But then he's, he's a, he's a big proponent for psychedelics as well. So those experiences now that he has of enlightenment after he's on shrooms or he's got real high like he also has another perspective that's it's deep you know what I'm saying I personally like 
I'm not, I, I'm, I, you know, the psychedelic thing for me, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm trying to take that ride. Like, I think it's a little, it's a little much, but I believe in the state of Georgia at the top it's of the month, they, they're about to, I think they're about to decriminalize it um, in the state of Georgia. So, I mean, more and more places are embracing psychedelics, shrooms in particular, um, for medicinal purposes and things of that nature. How do y'all feel about like shrooms and psychedelics and shit like that? Like, do y'all feel that, you know, you wigged out and you just like some drug addict if you fuck with that? Or you do think that, you know, maybe it does have some some benefits? Wolves, what, what you think? What, the DMT shit you talking about? Well, that's we all in, that's I mean it's levels, right? So I'm talking about shrooms, right? I'm in particular, I'm talking about shrooms. But yeah, you got the toad, you got DMT, you got all different types of shit. Um, but I'm talking about mushrooms. I'm good. I mean, I hear what people say. <laughs> I, I think I'll take their word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm good with the edibles. Like any high, any more high, and nigga, I'm trying to get to the upper room. I Where think. you trying to go? Well, that's my, that's my question. That's my question. Definitely trying to see the Lord. Where are you? <laughs> hey, yo! Once my my shit start beating crazy, I'm wilding. <laughs> like I'm gonna fuck my nigga. I'm wilding. Like yo, I'm wilding. Oh, nigga, talking about eating an apron shrooms. Like what the fuck wrong with nah, you, my nigga? Where are you trying? Like where are you trying bro. to go? Bro, I can't chill with you eating an April shrooms, bro. I'm not into it. I know what person. an I know what an April weed is. You talking about shrooms? Uh, I'm not into it. Like, I don't want to be sitting here looking at the, the the laptop, and then you know, five minutes later, the laptop is a damn wild uh, turkey, <laughs> a wild this, turkey this with green ears. <laughs> this dude told and, me he like vampire. He gotta be like, he gotta be like six six ten six. Six nine, they gonna say, "Yo, he took it. He was seeing the tree breathe." I said, "All right, bro, I got you." <laughs> That's some real Game of Thrones shit. Remember the uh, the girl in the tree? <laughs> like, that's some other shit, bro. Like, and um, I don't know. I guess to each his own. Um, but like you said, I'll take people's word for it. I don't. I, I don't really want to take that ride. That's not really my thing, Gert. You fucking with the you fucking with the yala? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote my I'm gonna quote my niggas from Queen. Music make me high, goddamn. I don't need to get yeah. more high. Music make me high. That's my shit. That was the Lost Boys. Mm. Yes, sir. That would be fan. That's about yeah, as high as I'm gonna get. I'm I'm cool over edible. That's what? it. I don't what? need nothing what? else. Yeah. Yeah, it's too, it's too, it's too crazy of a ride. I heard, I heard, I heard edibles been taking niggas out there to water charge. I mean, you got to check nah. your sauce. You nah, they still your, good. You got to check your sauce. You know, you can't, you know, you still got to be responsible now. <laughs> That's a fact. Go ahead and pop 40 Aravils, nigga. That'll be your last headache. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You still got to be responsible. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> you can drink a whole gallon 151 and tell my oh my liver hurt. I bet it do, motherfucker. You say you didn't read the bag of the alcohol bottle. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, drink liquor, yeah, liquor. That's what I, you I, I, I got, got a question, pack. right? I got I got a question for niggas though. Right, I seen this article and uh, I think I said it to niggas. 
Oh, the lady was like, yo, if your girl does too sexy, she's putting your life in danger. Y'all agree with that? I, I I agree with what the lady was saying and how she articulated herself. Like, I I agree that. So her, you know what? I'm gonna play the clip. I'm gonna play the clip. He don't want his woman doing certain things or dressing certain ways. And every time we go out and dressing really overly sexy, we're putting our man's life in danger. Mm. Because if somebody say to us out of order, say something to us out of order or wrong then his manhood say he got to step up and defend us over nothing, over some foolishness. And if you got a man and you satisfied and happy with him, then why are you going out trying to entice new men? <clears throat> and Make the more clothes, the more clothes a woman take off, the more desperate she is. That don't mean she bold and brave and want to get with somebody. That means she's desperate. And that's a cry. Please give me some attention. Please look at me. Say something. Do something. That's what that is. And that's the condition of many of us. That's not anything that's an insult. We're talking reality. We have got to deal with the reality of our lives so that we can make corrections. <laughs> the real Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> Ooh, ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> 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 y'all, y'all funny as hell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, shit. From from her perspective, the way she broke it down, yeah. I mm. think women will disagree and hit you with the I could wear whatever I want. That should be, you know, you know that whole conversation mm. that we've been having for years. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's crazy. It does it does put you it puts your man in a t- it, let me put it this way: you're a couple, right? And y'all both go out, y'all dress accordingly to the go outness, right? And you know you're wearing something provocative. Your lady's wearing something provocative. It has to be either you have to be prepared for what's going to come with that. Talking about the man and the woman, they both have to be prepared what's going to come with that. They can't just walk be out the world like that and, and, just, yeah, and just assume that everybody's going to be yeah respectful and be in their own cipher. So in that sense, yeah. And then now you force the homie. To like defend you, because you know how that go. Or you ain't damn words like that. But, but, but no lie, there's some <laughs> niggas that want their girl to dress up like that, so she get the compliments. Like, yeah, yeah, wait till we get home. Look at them, like you feel them. Like, it's weird. Those guys, Sex those guys know what come not, with that. Like, those type of guys know what come with that. And they encourage the comp the what, the whole. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what they into. Key. Niggas, you think you niggas is into that? Yeah, bro, niggas is into I, that for I sure. heard like, yo, they want niggas to, to give their girl attention. Like, like, all right, they gonna see ass in that backseat of that Benz. But I mean, we about to take this somewhere else. But yeah, it's all kind of scenarios <laughs> where I mean, where that could be accepted. You know what I'm saying? Or not accepted. It's just a, where where you at with it, man? Who you with? Can't, can't do the Jersey box. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that um, those are those are some good questions that she was asking. Like, okay, you know, why do you want to? Like, right now, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and you know, sexiness is all based on your perspective and how you feel and all of those things. But like, when you start getting into like 
just showing everything and taking everything off, what's the goal? I mean, you can't be ignorant and think that you just thought this looked so good and like you can't figure out why niggas are staring at you and why, you know, you're getting a certain amount of attention. Like you can't, you can't be that naive. You can't possibly think. Yeah, you can't be like dressing like J-Lo to the Met Gala, but you going to the Masonic Temple mm -hmm. and I think niggas ain't going to be like, hey, yo, ma. Yeah, damn. like, yeah. Come in, yo, short. Like you can't, Yeah, it's not like, realistic. It's not a realistic not way to think. It's not realistic. And then you be like, why do you think they all on me? Why y'all acting all like, what you mean? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Shit is crazy. So um, yeah, I think she uh brought up some valid points. I'm interested to see, put it in the comments. <laughs> I'm interested to see uh what women think though, honestly, about what she had to say. Um and on that note, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> uh, we can actually get out of here but of course before we do make sure that everybody is subscribed on the pod on all platforms make sure everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend and until next time everything we go Y'all wanna know why you don't stop? Y'all wanna know why you don't flop? Let me tell you, be equal. Why I came from the bottom of the block? I, when I was born, it was sworn. I was never gonna be shit. Had to pull the opposite. I was bitch. Had to get my ride. I had on eyes on the pride. Sean knew I had to, had to, had to get these chips. Had to make moves like Elijah Wan. Started out selling dimes and nicks. Graduated to a brick. No exaggeration. My infatuation with the strip. Legendary like a schoolboy crush on any, any, every, every chick. Heavy shit. That's how schoolboy got whipped and got left on some chest Me, myself, and I on some true boy shit Had the voice to a place up, to a place of no return Had to play with fire and get burned, only way the boy ever gonna learn Had to lay way in the cut, till I finally got my turn Now I'm on top in the spot that I earned It's my life, it's my pain and my struggle The song that I sing to you is my everything Treat my first like my last and my last like my first and my first is the same as when I came. It's my joy and my tears and the laughter it brings to me is my ever Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.